is with you. Let us pray. God of justice and gentleness, this week we join communities of faith all around our area to remember the call to love our neighbor and to remember the undocumented among us in a world torn apart by fear and suspicion teach us to love our neighbors as one human family through Jesus Christ Amen was a kid, there was this stuff that everyone had to have. Without it, you could not eat, you could not have clothes, you had to carry it everywhere. We called it money. Today, folks call it cash. In this pandemic reality, cash seems to be going the way of the dodo. Coins were already on their way out, especially the poor penny. But now you don't need cash that much. Back in the day, cash was particularly important when you traveled. When you left the country, you'd have to bring a stack of cash and probably some traveler's checks just in case. At some point between leaving your country and getting into another you had to change cash, change currency. Hand over your boring greenbacks and get a wad of colorful Monopoly money whose value you did not know. The most logical place to do so would be at the airport upon arrival. However, airport exchange places were notoriously bad. They would and they continue to rip you off. They jack up the prices because they can. Because they have something you need. Such is the problem in the gospel for today. The temple in Jerusalem was the center of religious life. People came from all over the Judean countryside and from all over the world, wherever Jews lived, followers of Yahweh, Adonai, Eloheinu, all had to go to Jerusalem. When they got there, they had to make sacrifices. For the sake of their religious purity, they had to buy stuff. To buy stuff, they needed money, local money, hence the money changers. When I got to Jerusalem uh, years ago when I was traveling around the world, I was shocked as I entered the old city through Damascus Gate, down the huge steps of carved stone, through the entrance of the ancient city walls, to be immediately met with a stand and a sign above it that read, Money Changers. 
after 2,000 years of Jesus' condemnation of money changers, you'd think these folks would at least choose the more common name, currency exchange. But no, in English, for all the world to read, money changers. Back in Jesus' time, back in Roman-occupied Judea, poor people were obligated to come to the temple to worship and sacrifice. Just like today, there were people who exploited that situation to make money. They turned the house of God into a marketplace. Because of this profiteering, people seeking sanctuary found none. This week, we join with religious communities of all traditions across Santa Barbara in the Interfaith Sanctuary Alliance's Love Your Neighbor Week. Throughout this week, there will be a variety of activities to help raise community awareness of the struggles of our undocumented sisters and brothers. There will be movies, discussion forums, and stories. In fact, if you see posters around town that say, love your neighbor, you can scan a little symbol on there, a little barcode, and it'll take you to www.sbimmigrantdefense.org where there are stories of our undocumented neighbors, their experiences coming to the U.S., why they came, and how life is now. As a campus ministry at St. Mike's, serving UCSB in the area, we are particularly aware of the 1.5 million undocumented students in the U.S., 75,000 undocumented students in California, many of whom were brought to this country as children, usually with no say of their own. But many of these undocumented neighbors have come to the United States seeking sanctuary. They seek sanctuary from political turmoil, violence, economic hardship, and so much more. Some grew up hearing a story, a story about a place that valued freedom, equality, and justice, a place symbolizing liberty, a liberty who, as Emma Lazarus wrote in words carved in stone, cries with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, the tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. These are more than platitudes. To those named, these are promises. Promises of a better life. Promises of sanctuary. However, like the temple sanctuary in Jesus' Jerusalem, many arrive here only to be exploited. Like Adriana, whose story you can hear read by the Reverend Mark Asman 
on sbimmigrantdefense.org. Adriana was raised in Guadalajara. She was offered a job in Seattle as a store manager. The company bringing her out promised to procure her a work visa and ample compensation. When she arrived, she was forced into a different job and forced to pay her salary toward the food and housing that they provided. Far from breathing free, Adriana was trapped. As people of faith, as people of sanctuary, we cannot allow the buying and selling of God's children. We cannot allow the buying and selling of the body of Christ. Jesus will not stand for this turning sanctuary into marketplace. Fortunately, Jesus shows us a way forward. In John 4, Jesus tells the Samaritan woman that the locus of worship, the true sanctuary, is neither Mount Samaria nor Jerusalem. Sanctuary is with God, with Christ, with the Spirit. Sanctuary is right where we are. God is with us. Whether we are at home, out surfing on Wednesday mornings, or on the lawn outside the chapel, God is with us as we wander this wilderness. God is with us as we remember that God's people were slaves in the land of Egypt, as we remember that we were once a people with no home, no identity, no promise, but now we are children of God. We are sanctuary. And we are called to be that sanctuary, that holy refuge for all of God's children. Amen. The mustard seed this week is to go to sbimmigrantdefense.org, www.sbimmigrantdefense.org, and listen to some of the stories there from our undocumented neighbors. You can also go to Love Your Neighbor SB and join in some of the activities throughout the week. Have a great week.